0: While you've been out, while you've been at work, while you've been taking care of stuff, we've compiled a composite of the latest and biggest stories of the day to help you get caught
1: up. This is 830 News On The Go.
0: With Wednesday's 830 On The Go, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include trying to put on a winter carnival without much winter, what to do with all of that Christmas trash, and the Vikings continue to battle the injury bug. But we begin with the weather. Much to some parents' despair, our warmer than normal temperatures continue to put a damper on traditional winter break activities.
2: It's hard to ski with no snow, and hard to skate if there's no ice.
0: The frustration is there, but it seems like most of our residents and patrons are understanding.
2: That's Kent Closter, Highlands operations supervisor speaking with WCCO TV. Several ski hills in the area have limited hours or delay start times because temperatures are not cold enough to make snow. In Delano, the opening of the Ice Palace has been delayed due to conditions. Managers say they're hoping for a late January start.
0: The weather's a little delayed in Minnesota, but the forecast is promising, and we're excited for the community support.
2: So far, there's no indication that the mild winter will have any impact on the St. Paul Winter Carnival, which is set to start January 25th. Taylor Rivera,
3: News Talk 830-WCCO. I'm Laura Oaks. You wouldn't know it by looking outside that the St. Paul Winter Carnival is set to begin in a matter of weeks. St. Paul Festival and Heritage Foundation President Lisa Jacobson says they believe there will be snow and it will be cold enough for the ice sculptures and ice-related events. If not, she says that's okay too. In 2023, nine out of the ten days of the Winter Carnival were bitterly cold which kept people away. So we are thinking and hoping and believing that this kind of weather, we will have swarms of people down here in St. Paul celebrating winter, whatever that might look like. The St. Paul Winter Carnival kicks off January 25th. Jacobson says the schedule of events is constantly changing, so it's best to check their website at wintercarnival.com before you head to town.
0: And rain and above freezing temperatures put a damper on outdoor skating rinks, causing delays to the start of broomball and hockey leagues the minneapolis park and recreation board oversees
1: 44 rinks in 22 locations tens of thousands of people use these rinks every year but there's a dilemma right now no ice rain and everything we had the last few days doesn't help you know the ground's not really not frozen and uh we need some cold weather how much cold weather exactly 10 days of lows in the you know, the teens are lower and highs in the upper 20s at the highest. And for those seeking an alternative, Park and Rec's Board Director Larry Umphrey issues a warning. We do have a couple of skating rinks that are built on lakes. And I would ask people to exercise extreme caution to know that lake ice is
0: not safe uh, right now. Ari Bergeron, News Talk 830 WCCO. After 40 years of serving the community, a Twin Cities nonprofit is winding down its operations. Here's WCCO Susie Jones.
3: Perspectives in St. Louis Park has provided a holistic approach for its residents that includes trauma-informed care, therapy, and supportive housing for mothers. Board member Patricia Weller described the conditions they're facing now. I think our biggest obstacle is is over the past several years, we have accumulated um, a fairly significant amount of debt. And we have assets, but they are not liquid. And so we may have to dispose of, of, you know, some of the assets that we have that what comes to mind is the, is the Family Center. She has been with the nonprofit several years and has seen, she says, many people turn their lives around. We always um, took pride in the fact that, that the people, that the residents who were there wanted to be there. And they were, you know, they did some good self-policing, it was keep addiction out of, out of our um, community. Uh, and the fact that it became a, a strong solar community um, was a was a wonderful accomplishment. Former WCCO radio host Suze Ellickson, worked with Perspectives many years, starting a special program called Kids Cafe. The children there learned about healthy eating and. Manners, among other things. Hennepin
0: County is reminding residents to mine their trash this holiday season. This time
2: of year often brings with it a fair amount of garbage, but not all of it needs to make its way to the bin. Hennepin County's Alisa Reckinger says too often this time of year hazardous items get thrown away. Certain batteries can really cause problems in both the trash and the recycling carts because they can interact with other things or get sparked and then they can actually start. She says it's common to have things like string lights that no longer work or electronics that need to be thrown away. These items can be brought to a Hennepin County drop-off facility for proper recycling or disposal. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO.
0: All this week, WCCO Radio is taking a look back at some of the top local news stories of 2023. Today, WCCO's Mark Fry looks at legalized marijuana
4: and what it means for thousands of Minnesotans with drug-related offenses on their record. It was May 30th when Governor Tim Walz signed the legislation making Minnesota the 23rd state to legalize recreational marijuana. Legal.
3: There
4: you go. The new law meant starting August 1st that Minnesotans 21 and older could use or possess cannabis. Minnesota State Representative Zach Stevenson authored the House version of the bill.
1: Minnesotans were ready for legalization, uh, that our old uh, marijuana laws were doing more harm than good and that we needed to make a change. So I was really hopeful that we would pass a bill that would bring our marijuana laws into the 21st century.
4: Governor Walls, during the bill signing. But I assure Minnesotans that a lot of thought has gone into this. A lot of the things learned in other states are incorporated into how we
1: do this and the thoughtfulness around this legislation gives us a really good guiding principle.
4: The new law established Minnesota's Office of Cannabis Management to oversee the state's marijuana industry. That office faced scrutiny after Walls's appointee to head the office resigned following allegations of illegal product sales. Stevenson believes the office is still making progress despite not having a permanent director. They
1: have an interim director, but even though there isn't a permanent director, the work of setting up the office and doing the rulemaking and getting ready for the licensing is, is proceeding, and I received an update that they are on track to accomplish the, their mission in the time frame that was anticipated, which is to have those licensed dispensaries operational in the first quarter of 2025.
4: Legalizing recreational marijuana in Minnesota also meant automatic expungement of low-level cannabis crimes for an estimated 66,000 Minnesota residents. A cannabis expungement board will consider resentencing or expungement of 230,000 felonies related to marijuana sales or possession.
1: Having a felony uh, marijuana conviction on your record can prevent you from getting a job or getting housing. For those people, it means an opportunity for a second chance and a fresh start to get out there and, and be productive members of society and to get stable housing. It's a game changer uh, for folks.
4: Minnesota's recreational marijuana bill is expected to see some changes in the 2024 legislative session that begins February 12th. Mark Fry, talk 830 WCCO. Nearly 5% of adults in the United States
0: suffer from seasonal affective disorder every year, with many of those cases more common in the Midwest. main culprit
3: people often experience mood changes and symptoms that
2: are similar to to depression uh, usually related to some type of internal biological clock or circadian rhythm that changes around the light differences that occur throughout the year what
4: are some of the symptoms
1: we should look for
2: feeling sad or having a kind of a lull or a depressed mood or not maybe feeling as engaged or motivated or They don't have that internal drive.
1: Heidi Bausch-Ryan with Care Counseling uses a variety of treatments for her clients, including light therapy.
2: Using it right at the beginning of the day can help to create that sense of momentum and connection. Uh, In that individual's kind of flow and
0: rhythm for the day. Ari Bergeron, News Talk 830, WCCO. A Lakeville woman is facing charges after stealing more than 80 packages from people's homes.
2: After reports of boxes being stolen in early December, Lakeville police began monitoring more closely for porch pirates. Shortly after, the suspect again began stealing from front doors in nearby neighborhoods, alerting police to a suspicious vehicle. The driver was identified as a 37-year-old woman who admitted to stealing. stealing more than 80 items from 30 different victims. The stolen property has since been returned. The woman hasn't yet been charged as the investigation continues. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830
3: WCCO.
0: Finally today, it's been a rough year for the Vikings on the injury front.
3: The Minnesota Vikings could end their season with more like a whimper. And a bang after tight end T.J. Hawkinson is reportedly going to be out for the season with a torn ACL. Head coach Kevin O'Connell says D.J. Wanham and Jordan Addison also injured in the game against Detroit. It's just been something you do
1: have to work through. We've worked through it as a staff, trying to kind of uh, adjust and adapt to to what we think is going to give us the best chance to win games based upon the personnel we do have for that
3: particular uh, week. Again, T.J. Hawkinson and D.J. Wanham both out for the season with their injuries. Susie Jones, News Talk 830-WCCO. And as
0: the big showdown between the Vikings and Packers approaches, wide receiver Justin Jefferson is weighing in on the latest setbacks for the team.
1: You know, it's something that you can't control. You know, it's some some things that it just,
0: just happens, and, uh, you know, we just kind of have to live with it and uh, think about the next man that, that comes up. And, of course, it's a New Year's Eve special this year, too. The Vikings host the Packers at U.S. Bank Stadium on Sunday Night Football. Thanks for listening to 830 On The Go. You can find each day's On The Go and all of our podcasts at wccoradio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsey Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.